Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Uh, this is a new season. This is part two. So you want to go back and see part one. But I wanted to remind you that uh, God is waiting on you to do some great things in your life. And so I, I'm so glad you, you tuned in. Um, so listen up and kind of see what he has to say. Go ahead, have a seat and take a load off your feet and just tune in and listen uh, about um, the great things that God has for you. Sometimes, you know, we are so busy, we don't take the time uh, to focus on the, on the dreams that God has for us. And it, it goes in stages, stages, sorry, and it goes into in seasons. And Passover season, is the spring season and it's the time when God wants to do new things and he wants to grow things uh, that you have worked so hard for. And so you you want to be able to, to you don't want to miss that. So uh, thank you for tuning in this evening. And we're going to talk about waiting on God because you thought you were waiting on him, but you didn't realize that he has been waiting on you. And, but that's okay. It's, it's new. So he just wants to uh, speak to you a little bit, give you some insight, give you some directions, because he don't want you to miss anything that he has for you this year. Trust me, it's good because we've gone through a whole year. We've gone through a pandemic and we've gone through so much. And, and so right now he wants to make sure that you are on the path and you want to make sure that you are on the path. And so we want to dig into his words because we don't ever want to miss out on what, on what he's saying. And so we're going to dig into first Chronicles 22 and we're going to start with, with 12. And I think this is, is so good. Um, as David said, we want to have his mindset, uh, not because we want to do the same mistakes he made, but we want to learn from others mistakes because he messed up a lot but he was able to listen in to God follow what God said and he was redeemed okay he got all the promises God said hey I'm gonna build you a house and listen when I went to Israel um about a few years ago I was able to see the piece of David's house that was stand standing and that was massive and so I got to read where God promised made a promise to David that I'm going to build you a house and I got to see it. So now I can believe that, okay, if God says he's going to build me a house, I, you know, I'm going to choose to believe it. So whatever it is that you've been believing God for, whether it's wholeness in your body, if you've been sick and you've been believing to be healed and to be whole, God has a word for you today. He has something new for you today. Whether you've been depressed and oppressed and tormented in your mind, uh, God wants to, to let you know that he has something new for you right now, right this season, during this Passover season of miracles. So don't say he can't. Don't say he won't. I want you to believe that he has made it uh, possible for you to walk into uh, the path that he has preordained for you, just like he did uh, for David. And so I kind of wrote some things down so I can share with you to inspire you and let you know that great things are ahead and I'm rooting for you. You have the angels rooting for you. You have God rooting for you. Hey, you have, there's a lot more on your side and there's a lot more people rooting for you than not. 
And so I just wanted to remind you today. So let's look at, take a look at this example just to inspire us. Um, God gave uh, Solomon, which is David's son, plans to build a temple. And uh, it says, this is key right here, key number one. We know God always have us do something, right? Because he don't want us to do the wrong thing and mess anything up. And we don't want to mess up this year. So we're trying to stay. We're trying to listen. We're trying to be on point. Uh, this year so we can enjoy all the good things that God has for us this year. You're not going to miss it. Stick with me. You're not going to miss it. I'm, I'm going to be on your side, rooting for you, inspiring you to keep at it. And so in verse uh, 12, it says, um, the key to my prosperity, according to David, uh, is to listen. And so David was telling Solomon that. Because Solomon was is the one who had to build a temple. But God had told David, you know what? Solomon's going to build a temple, but this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to build you a house. And God went on to describe how beautiful this house is. And so when you sit down and you think about your dreams and things that you want to do, write it down. That's God speaking to you. Because he wants that after he manifests all this greatness, you can go back and say, God told me, right? And later on, I'm going to be telling you about the purpose and the reason that God tells us ahead of time, because he wants to make sure that he gives us these insights if we just tune in so that once it happened, we can say, God did it. Because remember, God wants the glory through our lives. He doesn't just want you to go through the hardship. He gets glory when he pulls us out. Even though we fell into doing, saying the wrong things, doing the wrong things. Hey, he's so gracious. He wants to pull us out. So whether or not we've gone through a rough year, he is pulling you out. And so I'm here to remind you and just tell you, hey, this is what David did and Solomon did. And hey, this, this same God they serving, we're serving here today. And he said the key to the prosperity or to prospering in anything, we don't want to just think of prosperity as just money or something that's tangible. You want to have peace in your mind and your spirit. You want to have good relationships uh, with your spouse, with your children, with your, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, the people who you hang out with. Uh, you want to have good relationships so you can have a full, healthy life, right? And so um, that comes from listening. The Hebrew for listening is Shema, which means to listen intelligently, um, expecting to do something. And so when you go to God and um, and you inquire to him about something, you want to you wanna listen in. So you want to tune in. You want to hear what he's saying. And the same, this is just us eavesdropping into David giving his son Solomon tips on how to be prosperous. And how many of you know that Solomon was the richest and the wisest man to ever live? God says the richest king, sorry. He was going to be the richest king and the wisest uh, to ever live. And so we are getting free advice from David, giving it to his king, to his son Solomon. Um, and he says, Jehovah will give you insight and understanding um, 
if you keep his law, listen to what he's saying in, in other words, the Torah, keep his words. And that's how you prosper. You keep his word. If God say, don't steal, you're not going to go steal, right? But sometimes we know that. So we, most of us, you know, he said, don't steal, don't kill. We got that. But sometimes God is saying, okay, move over here. Move over there. Do this, this business deal. Go ahead and finish your college degree. Drink eight glasses of water. Eat less sweets. You know, reduce um, the amount of bread or, or something. And so when God is speaking to us and we hear that voice inside of us, we know it's it's a it's a battle, it's a war, but you know what? He's not asking you to do something that you're not able to do. If he's asking you to do it, he's going to give you the strength to do it. Just make up in your mind that you're going to do it. So once you make up in your mind that you're going to do it, that's the first step. He's going to help you through to the rest, okay? So just make that up in your mind. And so what you're going to need to do that, what David told his son Solomon, as we're eavesdropping into their conversation, he says, be strong and of a good courage. Because he knew that if he's going to tell you to listen in to God for insight, listen in to God to hear what he has to say, he knew that you're going to have to be strong and you're going to have to be courageous in order for you to make that step. So you've been saying, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a restaurant. You've been saying, um, I'm going to get out of that bad relationship. You've been saying, I'm going to spend more time with my children. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to walk twice a day. You know, you've been telling yourself all of this and you think you've been telling it to yourself, but it's the Holy Spirit telling you, trying to nudge you because God wants to keep you on the path in this new season. We don't want to miss anything. And so take the advice from someone we know who made it. We know uh, David and Solomon uh, in the end, especially David. Uh, we know that he lived to be quite, uh, it's, it, it, he's, it's a satisfying life. He lived to be old and satisfied uh, all the days of his life because he learned to listen. He messed up just like we do. We, we mess up all the time. Um, that, that's not a question. It's just how do we bounce back? How do we get back? So all the stuff that happened last year, we it happened. Let's get back, guys. And this is new. So we want to jump on the new that God has for us. And he's saying that you're going to have to be strong and courageous. And it starts in your mind. And so you're going to write that down. That's what you're going to speak over yourself. You're going to remind yourself. That way you're not fooling yourself and think you're just going to wake up and start walking. You're not going to just uh, wake up and leave that bad relationship or whatever. No, you're going to have to speak to yourself. Remind yourself what God is saying, and you're going to have to be strong and you're going to have to be courageous. And then uh, he went on to remind um, his son, do not be afraid or dismayed. Okay, so that means when you have to step out and, and accomplish a dream or do something uh, that you know needs to be done, sometimes you get discouraged. So you may, you, you may say, man, I've tried this all year and I'm tired right now. Uh, you know, I'm discouraged. You know, it's okay to feel discouraged, uh, but remember to speak to yourself and tell yourself how you need to feel. So you're going to have to say, you know, do not be afraid, remind yourself, and do not be dismayed or discouraged. Why? 
then God told us why. Um, it says, God told David, um, I am Jehovah, I am your God, and I am with you. How about reminding ourselves about that when we're tempted to go take that next chocolate or take that next thing uh, that we know we shouldn't have? Um, we're tempted to drop out of school. Uh, we're tempted to, um, you know, we started the business, we got it registered, and then we're like, oh my gosh, what do I do next? Now I'm scared. It's all right. Don't be afraid. God is remind yourself that. Do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. It says, I, Jehovah God, I am with you. And so the only reason God will say don't be afraid is because he knows you're afraid. And he knows we will be afraid. And so so don't be, and sometimes we discourage ourselves because we think, oh, why am I afraid? Uh, it's your human. <laughs> it's a human uh, emotion. And but we don't have to be subject to it. We don't have to be subservient to it. Um, apparently we don't because God told us not to do it. And so we, he gave us a tool to not do it and to remind ourselves that God is with me. So sometimes you have to picture yourself and picture God being with you. You know, as you go to uh, make that phone call that you need to make, that you're afraid of making, and you want to um, register that business, but you're not quite sure how or who to go to or what to do, remember God is with you. Uh, you may be afraid because you heard a bad report from the doctor or what have you. Don't be afraid, God is with you. He wants to remind you in this season that he is with you. If you don't remember anything this season, I want you to remember that God is with you. He wants you to remember. So he wrote it in the book. <laughs> so I could just repeat it out to you so he can remind you, you know, that he's with you and you have a book too. And you are in a certain chapter of your life uh, in that book. And so how that chapter ends uh, depends on how well we listen to God. And our children are watching, others are watching this chapter of your book. And if you're obedient, or if you shema, which is to hear, if you listen, you'll be able to reap of, of the goodness that God has preordained. It's there for you. God is not hustling, trying to get your dreams uh, together. He already has it. He, it's already spoken. He already spoke the blessing over you for this year. Uh, this is a new season. He just needs you in line. Like David was telling his son, like, listen, the key to prosperity is to listen. Listen in to what God is saying. You don't follow what everybody else is doing. Uh, you may not be in the same season of life that they are. They may be in the season where their children are grown and they can fly all over the place. They could do whatever. Uh, they may be in a season where the kids are little and they have to um, you know, be at home or do whatever. You want to listen in to what God has for you, what he's put on the inside of you for you uh, to accomplish. Don't worry if it looks glorious. It may not seem um, glorious and, and great if you're, you're thinking, okay, I want to help teens who've been abused and I want to have a little summer program where they can come relax or whatever. You know, whatever God gave you to do, he's going to multiply it. He's going to bless it and uh, he's going to get the glory through it. He just needs you to listen. That's it, right? And um, then he went on to say, he... Uh, has given you the land and that's something so we know David was wealthy he had a lot of money and 
David knew. David never said that I have bought the land. David said that God has given you the land. And that's the problem with us. We know the earth is the Lord's. I've been just saying that lately as I've been driving. I'm reminding myself that the earth is the Lord's. So if I want a piece of property, the first person I need to go to is the owner, which is God. Right? I'm not saying I'm going to go take somebody's property. But what I am saying is the earth is the Lord's. And if there's a property... Uh, that God has ordained for me, that's the one I'm going to get. So I'm going to go to him because he knows where it is. He has the perfect one for me with the perfect view that I want. But what we do a lot of times is we go to everybody else and everywhere else first before we go to him and before we listen because he may say, hey, you know, wait until next year. He may say, um, you know, go over here, talk to this person, do this. You know, it's just a matter of us tuning in and listen, and you know, and being keen and listen, listening in, uh, listening in, which means I just meant tuning in, like really listening into what God has um, has to say. Because man, He has such good things uh, for you stored up for you uh, for this year, and you don't want to miss it because you are so used to, uh, you know, X Y Z. No, forget the little things that you're used to. Listen in and let him expand your mind. Let him blow you away with the awesome things that he wants to do. Because you may be thinking, I can help five girls uh, escape whatever or, or 10 girls and build up their confidence and help them get out of uh, low self-esteem or um, whatever you may have a plan. You may have a construction business. It doesn't matter because God have a role for everybody and and uh, sometimes we think other people's roles are better or less than ours. No, we, we're all in God's kingdom business. He has a role for each of us and we each have to listen for ourselves. And then we also have to see how we can play a part in helping someone else build their dreams as well. Because we're all on the same team. Sometimes we forget that we're all on the same team. You can't do the same thing that I can do because you don't have my personality, right? You don't have my background. You don't have my struggles. And God uses my struggles to be able to help other people to overcome their struggle. One of my major struggles was I hated, hated, hated school um, growing up. I used to cut school. I was just talking to my mom and my mom was like, how was it that you were cutting school from kindergarten, uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Uh, I used to go to, um, I lived in RDS Height in St. Croix and I used to go to Charles H. Emanuel School. And so I used to find a path between there and if you guys are familiar with that, that's a short distance. How did I find a way to hide and to do whatever? Nonetheless, fast forward, um, I was able to be blessed to be an educator and to specialize in helping students who either um, don't like school, don't like to learn, have behavioral disabilities or learning disabilities or whatever, because of course I have so many gaps. I had so many gaps in my education uh, because I did not like school and I used to find all kinds of ways to not go. And then when I got older, go late. <laughs> but that was my struggle, right? And so God was able to use my struggle to help me help others. And even when it comes to uh, believing for your dreams. I'm, I had to struggle through because today I was able to go 
as far as getting a doctorate degree and going through and struggling, you know, struggling through for something that was so hard. So now I can just tell people, you know what? With God, you can absolutely, <laughs> if I could do it. Oh, I love it. My, one of my sisters have a, uh, has a son who who was a, a lot like how I was. And she always says, I have her child and she has mine. But she always says, I give her hope for him. Uh, so I just bring people hope because I keep saying, if God did it for me, he can do it for anybody in any area, um, in any area of your life. So whatever your struggle is, if you're struggling with depression, um, you know, don't think you're alone. What I we like to talk about people in the Bible like Jeremiah and stuff. He he was I don't even know what to call him because at one moment he'd be praising God, the next time he'd be like, "Oh God, I wish you would kill me right now. I want to die." And so, um, so that was his struggle. That may not be mine. Everyone has their own own issues that they have to deal with. And but whatever your issue is, don't don't make it so that it keeps you from God's goodness. Because God chose you despite your issues. He chose me to, to be able to speak to you and to speak about his word in a, in a simple, simple format so that you could realize that, hey, God is for me and, and this is what God wants for me right where I am. And so right where you are, uh, God is speaking to you and he wants to do great things with you right where you are. You know, he's not waiting for you to clean up this, clean up that. No, make a decision today that you're going to listen today uh, to what he has to say uh, to you. And then you're going to walk it out. Every day is a new day. You're not going to worry about tomorrow, next week, right now. Right now, we just want to listen in. And if God wants you to plan today for next week, well, he's given that information and that instruction um, to you today. But I don't want you to pull, pull this off on someone else. No, I'm speaking to you. You're hearing the sound of my voice right now. And I know uh, God's word will not return void. And as I speak his word to remind you about who he is and to remind you about who you are in him, um, we know that you're going to make God proud at the end of this season, right? So we're starting off the season, right? This Passover season. And that is the word uh, that God, what that God has for you. But Right back to this verse where he says, he has given you the land. So God has given you the, the dream that you see in your mind. It's yours already. You just haven't manifested it yet. But it starts off in your mind. You're able to see it. He wants you to know that, yes, I gave you that dream and it's there for you. Just listen in, walk to the path and you're going to end up in it. It could be a physical land. You're going to get there. It could be a job, a promotion, or whatever it is that God has for you. It can be healing. You're going to get there one step at a time once you keep speaking God's word over your life. And don't underestimate the power of God's word. His word was so powerful that he said, let there be light and the light came. Don't tell me he can't speak over your situation. And he's given you the power to speak uh, over your situation as well. And uh, just one more thing that I thought I got to share with them um, is in verse 20, it says, I, God says, I speak righteousness and I speak and I declare the things that are right. And this one was actually in Isaiah when God wanted to remind Isaiah 
also because he always has to remind us and this is this is going to be on the part three uh but just to, to let you know what we're going to be talking about is when god has just reminding them about who he is because sometimes when we remember who god is it gives us the confidence to listen in and to remind ourselves that okay god is with me i can do this i got this and so the word for you today is um be strong be courageous it says um don't be discouraged or dismayed is the word that that it says don't be afraid uh, because God is with you. And we want to start off the year with this mindset, reminding ourselves that, hey, God is with me. I got this this year. All right. And so tune in to the next broadcast and we will continue to talk and to be inspired about our next steps because we want to go in to this new season victoriously. So we are going in victoriously, but we want to come out victoriously as well. And so this is Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest. You can get more information on JaniceModest.com um, or for some fasting tips, you can always go to refocus21 with number 21.com.